All right, what's good, everybody? What up? Um, this is your boy Will Spliff. You know? Very wide out here as well, nigga. In case you ain't wow. Okay, in case you didn't know. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Sunday on the Socially Unacceptable Podcast, and we just wanted to chime in real quick before we drop this next uh, gym. What'd you call that? I'll call it a gym. It was a it was a good time. It was a great time. So what was it? Last week? I we, believe a week and a half ago. Something like that. We did an interview with the Anchor Nation. Shout out to Kevin Touch. Shout out to Kevin Touch. KTTV. Follow him on everything. Everything. At the Anchor Nation. And um, it was our first ever like real sit-down interview where people asked us questions. Asked us questions. Yeah, which was crazy to us, man. Cause, and the questions he was asking, we weren't ready for. <laughs> like, they were straight off the cuff. Yeah. And it was definitely a learning experience. For sure. And listening back, I feel like I know we could have done better. But, you know, it was first time. It was first time, yeah. Work it out. But, um, yeah, so it's dope, so we just wanted to let you guys know that following whatever it is we're about to play next mm-hmm. comes that interview. Mm-hmm. Feel free to give us a call, let us know what you think, and also go check his station out. Yeah, go hit that follow button on him, man. Check him out. Because for real, we feel like we made it after we did that interview. Yo, lightweight. Because <laughs> if lightweight. you look at the catalog of everybody that, that's done it. For real, nigga, we came up. No, you they, <laughs> yo, we goats. For real. <laughs> goats. Dead ass. Yo, but, um. But yeah, check that out. Follow him, man. Go check that interview out. It's pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. Oh yeah, for sure, solid. It's funny. And we got we got more on the way. Oh man, we ain't gonna tell. Nope, nope. Shut it down. All right, <laughs> tell about that. All right, y'all. Enjoy. You. So should we? Are we recording? Yeah, we are. Okay, you. I wonder if you can hit it to this. You probably could. Socially unacceptable. Socially unacceptable. Hey, socially Anchor Nation, this is Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio. We're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation Podcast, episode 94, with Will and Barry from the Socially Unacceptable Podcast. And without further ado, I'm going to let those guys introduce themselves. <laughs> my bad about that. <laughs> but no yeah, worries. As we said, my name is Will. I also go by Will Spliff, a.k.a. Roland A. Swisher, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Let Me Get 75 Cents on Pump 6. AKA your baby mama's work husband, amongst other things as well. Um, I'm Barry Whiteout, aka Creep Daddy Combs. Take that, take that. AKA Pastor Blunt. Um, I didn't all. AKA 2010 Goo Goo Belly. Your girl loves to rub it while I say burp. But I ain't gonna give you anything either. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how we do an intro right here, people. That's what we're looking for here. Best intro out. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're gonna have a great interview again to know your stories. And first time we've ever talked, so it's always gonna be fun to do. So our first first talking point, the number one question: How'd you guys discover Anchor? Anyone can take the floor on that. Uh, I found it through Roland. Actually, <laughs> he's the one that put me on. I just gotcha. randomly heard him talking in his room. That's <laughs> so what he was doing. And he showed me, and I actually like sat in on an episode, and then like the next couple of days we actually did one. But how'd you stumble across? Um, I'm a huge fan of the Breakfast Club. First okay. thing in the morning, I went to work, I listened to it, and Gary V was actually on there. And um, I just and because we've always been talking about doing a podcast, mm-hmm. and then Gary V was talking about how Anchor is changing the game for podcasting, how everything is super easy. 
And then, um, of course, that same day after I uh, watched that interview, I was scrolling through Instagram and Anchor pops up on my Instagram feed, which is kind of scary. But <laughs> from there, that's kind of how the station was born. Gotcha. No, definitely with Gary V's influence in the Breakfast Club. It's got a lot of people on there. And I guess we'll go right into the next thing. What is the backstory behind how you got the name Socially Unacceptable Podcast? And what did it really spark into what's become? Oh, man. That's, how a, how that's a good question. The name? We really just sit there spitting all the names out. <laughs> that's all it was. It's like, all right, you throw one out. Okay, let me try. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It was like, okay, what will we talk about? Um, right. Whatever's going on in the – because I work in an office from 9 to 5. And so mm-hmm. it's like there's stuff I can't talk about at work. Right. And I work with kids. <laughs> oh. So there's stuff he can't talk about right. at work. And realize it's not that we can't talk about them. It's just socially unacceptable to talk about like politics at work. For sure. To talk about music and other nonsense that's going. Right. Anything yeah. unprofessional you can't <laughs> talk about at work. So we try to bring, you know, we get comfortable here. This is what we want to unload is at the house. So. Mm-hmm. And, this, and like the conversations that we record are basically everyday conversations we have right and which is the like we realize we make ourselves laugh when we talk right and then we have a couple mm-hmm. of friends who love to be around us they're like yo you guys are hilarious you guys should have a show and then it started from just that idea to yeah. now it's overwhelmingly awesome right <laughs> and it's just crazy to us how people just like listen to just us talk about our normal everyday stuff yeah. that we can't talk about like At, right right Interesting. It's, it's, it's going up huge. Oh, yeah, no. And, and actually, that was my next follow-up question. But that's interesting how, in a sense, that you guys just kind of spitball names. You go with what flows, and you make uh-huh. it happen. But I guess that's <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about that way. But what are some things you guys talk about? Is there anything in particular you guys talk about, any subjects, or, or is this kind of like a variety show? Uh, we actually come to find out we – talk about deeper topics than what we thought we did. Um, gotcha. Sometimes we go into politics. Sometimes we go into just life in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, our thing is we try to get full transparency of who we are as a people. Oh, our, who we are as people. You know what I mean? So yeah. we try to hide nothing behind closed doors. So you know what I mean? So it's really that. It's uh, basically just letting y'all into our lives, man. So it's, it's topic-based, but it's more of our life-based. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the way we see things. Because, like, that's the toughest question that people ask me. Like, okay, what's your podcast about? Honestly, it's a tough answer because, like he said, we talk about just everything. Mm -hmm. And we realize through it that we provide, like, different – like, even though we've lived together for so long, like, we have different perspectives on things that are completely one end to the other. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it was (laughs) – and it just blew up. Right. Interesting. You know, I, I like how you guys have a both mix of different topics and you go from there where it's not really a structure. You know, structure is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But for certain like co-host shows, maybe just off the flow, off the cuff would be better. Would you guys say off the cuff style fits you guys more? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're trying to get more topic based, but we kind of find out that's hard with us. <laughs> yeah. We'll go from one topic <laughs> to the next to the next in like 30 seconds mm-hmm. and it just because the way we just talk you know what i mean so yeah go with the flow is better i think in my opinion rather than topic based yeah because when it, uh there's been episodes where we sat down and like wrote out notes and topics right. to talk about and i feel like when we listen back to them you can kind of tell they were just a little bit forced right. but then like there's been times like our last episode we just hey you want to record right and then we just recorded like all right set it up and then like <laughs> right 
that's some of the best feedback that we've gotten. Yeah. And so like whenever we're just authentically ourselves, we're starting to realize that the content just kind of comes and right. it's really just like the way we see it. Like our first, the very first episode, we were talking about what feminism. Out of yeah, that's like the yeah, first one or the second one. It it, it went there like, quick. Our conversations are so they stream off everywhere that we right. we kind of just let it go to where it landed. So we're starting to realize that like a little structure, but we have to mostly off the cuff. Yeah, press record and then see what happens. Right, just go. I like that. I like it a lot because in a sense where you have this no hold bar attitude going for it with the episode, you can kind of learn as you go and you grow. I like that. Exactly, because um. I when I first originally started on Anchor, like when he heard me back in my room talking, I was just trying to like um, a dope little podcast, no plug there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I was doing is I was just trying to figure out like what kind of show I would want to do. But then I realized we're trying to find topics that like you put so much more pressure on yourself trying to stick to a certain script, trying to appeal to a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you kind of it in a way like that's where like writer's block and creative fatigue happens whereas with our show if we just press record and see what happens and just be ourselves naturally that's some of our best work right now i think it's good you know it's kind of like the artist the artist approach whatever you see every draw you go from there and make it happen and and yeah. and i think that's good because for certain shows like i said it just really flows and your guys flow just perfectly now for question three what's the impact of just the community of anchor and the social media aspect what are some things you do to promote the show and really get your name out there. I know Twitter's big. Mm-hmm. Twitter's big. Uh, we have our own Instagram page. Uh, you can follow that at Dope Little Podcast. Yep. Um, <laughs> we also like it. Uh, have a Facebook page. We're trying to get more active on that. Um, we have family actually push, yeah, pushing yeah. our stuff heavy. And that community, is. Uh, it just feels good to get love from people who we didn't think would actually do it. So they're pushing our stuff on Snapchat and Instagram mm-hmm. and tagging other people. So... Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I feel I'm at with it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, well, when we first started on Anchor, because we started on Anchor, we did like what ten episodes, like strictly on Anchor, but was just yeah. trying to like find our group. Right. And the people that we've met through that, like, uh, shout out to Maddie Mo. Maddie Mo, Maddie. Maddie. I like it. Own Dewana only the fried Oreo, Miss Maria Humphreys, who I saw that you guys had last week. What up? And um. <laughs> But yeah, I, and uh, just the Anchor community has been so supportive. And just from our time, just strictly on Anchor, we've learned how to become what we are now. Like, I feel like we learned how to promote our show on social media through connecting with the community on Anchor. And it, it's awesome, like, the way that Anchor embraces new podcasts and just new ideas in general. Immediately. Like, with, and doesn't, doesn't ask for anything in return, because we're terrible at calling people back for but we have people who will call in every week just showing nothing but love, and they promote our stuff on Twitter, right? Which where we have our biggest following because, um, like Anchor is awesome. We love everybody here. And then um, when we started, uh, when we created the Twitter and started getting more active on it, that's when we started to realize that like it's getting it's it's bigger than what we thought it would right. be. And then we're actually bringing people from other platforms are joining Anchor. We got family members who join Anchor. Right. Uh, shout out to the JAC podcast. Right. They just joined Anchor and they're killing it as well. So like, right. a- Anchor has definitely been great to us, and we just we're f- trying to find new ways to give back to Anchor. No, I got what you're saying. Definitely, because I know Anchor is the most popular on Twitter, and they they light it up every day out there. So I think it's important that you kind of use that leverage and bring them in. And you were mentioning just some of the other promoters. What would you guys say is the 
the ratio between how you guys interact with some of the shows? Do you guys do any collaboration efforts? Are you guys ever thinking about expanding to like interviews or off the cuff style shows in the future? Um, we've yeah, we've talked about it. Um, we've actually had uh, Maddie Mo on our. He was our first guest first on our show. Nice. And then we've had a couple of people um, who are doing things locally in our city. We've had uh, two or three episodes with people here who are doing awesome things. But um, it was more so we wanted to, like, find our sound first. Right. Because there's some times where we're not even, like, super comfortable. So we wanted to get comfortable before we started bringing, like, everybody in. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, we didn't even promote on Instagram or Twitter or anything for, like, the first 15 weeks, I think. Like, mm-hmm. it was just strictly anchored. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, I forget, well, I forget what the day was, but yeah. we put it out, and then that's when we realized people went to the back catalog, and right. then people started joining Anchor, and yeah, that was yeah crazy. No, I hear, yeah. I hear but you. yeah, we want to do more collab uh, collabs with people on here. We have to, man. There's too many people that show us love. Oh yeah, for to, sure. Oh yeah. The ratio, we're really bad at it. We need to start doing it more honestly. <laughs> right. it's, it's yeah, we're, we're very socially unacceptable when it comes to <laughs> yeah responding uh, back to me. Right. I guess that's why you're the social <laughs> sure. That's all good though. Hey, you know what? Why do you have no engagement right now or the most engagement? The best thing is you'll have some type of engagement in the middle and there's always that fine line to meet, which is good. So just keep it up, guys, for sure. Now, I know you guys are pretty interesting with the topics, but going back to what you said with your city, question five, how is your city and where you guys are living at played a role into what you produce in the show? What would you say the atmosphere has played a role into some of the topics you've done? That's what I'm saying. Ooh. Man, that's, that's a good, good question. question. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. With RC, I guess, because we so we know a couple people who are entrepreneurs out here and are uh, mm-hmm. actually have their own like brand of clothing and we actually know like artists out here. It's they're actually helping out a lot and that plays a factor in what we do because I feel like we want to promote our city more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So because they provide us with music and right. Right. Yeah, our as a creative, I feel like Columbus, Ohio is very, very supportive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, you see the same people promoting the set, like, everybody's content, whether wow. you're a poet, artist, videographer. Like, really, it's just all love. It's like you show love to give love back. And it's, right. it's like, authentic. Because I feel like here in Columbus, if they love you, they love you hard. Right. Like, it's, I really haven't seen any, like, conflict or anything like that. But when it yeah. comes to producing content, I feel like we've been in the news a couple times recently. Um, Uriah's heating and cooling. Uriah's heating and cooling. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Uriah's. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who else? I don't. I don't know. It's a lot. Honestly, a lot happens in Columbus that plays into what we talk about. Just the environment and everything. You know what I mean? Or what we're around. So. Because we we do talk about a lot of the things that we see. Right. The things that like that at work. Things. Mm-hmm. That, so yeah. I, I would say the city heavily influenced us. And then yeah. the music, like the whole episode right. that we had, that was just... Columbus Bay, yeah. Yeah, just people just wanting to... For, and asking for nothing in return. Right. So, yeah. I like that. Giving that value for free and having that tight-knit community in your hometown can give you leverage moving forward. I like, I like that instead of just wandering all over. So, I think, I think just in the sense you have that tight community, knowing local businesses and connecting with them that's going to get you further because you never know what that could lead to once your show gets really big sponsorship and mm-hmm. all that for sure exactly and i love the fact that like a lot of our listeners are starting to connect with each other there you right. go so it's like you got people who are starting podcasts that are connecting with other podcasts that we listen to and rock with heavy that and it's also it's 
it feels awesome to be able to contribute contribute to the community. Hold on, let me say that again. My yeah. bad. <laughs> it feels awesome to contribute to the community that gives a lot to us. Right. There you go. There you go. No, that's good. That's good. In fact, the the more you can connect with them, the more they start seeing your hustle. You never know who's who's going to be on the door walking as a listener for sure. Exactly. Right. Now for question six. Uh, for question six, I was going to say, if you guys had the power to change one social issue or tackle one social issue by starting a movement, what would it be and why? Mm. I'm going to let you go ahead. Anyone <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a good one. Honestly, all of the – okay, I got mine first. Uh, we did an interview with a girl nicknamed Katie Smoker J, hey. like, like one of the second interviews we did, I believe. And her thing was – trying mm-hmm. to get a possession of like narcotics and stuff down to a misdemeanor instead of a felony. Uh, and she gave out like petition information and she I actually got registered to vote that episode. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, yep. So if that if there was one social issue I want to change is that is getting like drug possession from felonies to misdemeanors, man, because there's a lot of people locked up who shouldn't be for nonviolent offenses mm-hmm. and it's unfair to them. So for me, yeah, that's the one social issue I would change. Yeah, sure. That I, I would have to agree. That aspect of prison reform, because jail, I feel like a lot in a lot of cases, jail is being treated as like a rehab for issues of addiction mm-hmm. that most people won't understand. And so, like, just having recently like seen it play out, and um, I think it's because oh, as to what you're speaking to, like in Montgomery County in uh, Maryland. Their main prison reform focus is on getting seeking treatment as opposed to jail time. So, like, especially for like drug drug involved cases like that and, and uh, alcohol abuse. And so, what that petition was, it was to lower that like um, low level felonies down to misdemeanors for drug possession and use those resources that are being saved for seeking treatment for those people. So, That's I would say, yeah, prison reform would probably be a social issue that. I would, I would that for sure. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And would you guys? And then a quick question: Would you guys start locally, or would you try to build? What would be your strategy? Start locally first to really get some of these stories and highlight them, or no, kind of just your take. You, t- you yeah. got to start local first. I have family members right now in jail for nonviolent offenses, man. So that's be the first people I would want to be out. You know what I mean? So gotcha. That's I would definitely go around Columbus first and try to get as many signatures, petitions. You know what I mean? All that I can. To get it on the ballot, which I believe mm-hmm. that's what she's doing oh, right yeah. now. And I know and you guys, if you, um, you haven't heard it, you guys should check out that episode. It's called "Free My People," but because we're, not, I feel like we're not give, explaining it, it to justice. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, this gotcha, petition, gotcha. our friend, she went around and got all the sick. It was like I think over five hundred thousand signatures from the state of Ohio mm-hmm. to get this issue on the ballot. Right. And it is on the ballot, and we're gonna have her back on to talk about it. Right. But um, shoot, I forgot what I was going back. That <laughs> <laughs> it happens. That's, but, uh, I'm assuming you was trying to go where. Well, that's what's happening right now with the chain. So we'll yeah, for sure. Episode out. Oh we're yeah, gonna be involved. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For on a local level, we right. do have people in the field, and right. so yeah, we would definitely start here and then take the show on the road. Right. Huh? And that's good. That's good. I think starting local and getting those issues of firsthand experience can really enlighten the state, which is good. I think. I think that will move something it'll move the power of justice in the in your terms in your favor for sure for sure and our next question this is a fun one if you could collaborate with any creative in the world who would it be and why oh wow uh single or duo <laughs> oh i'm going i'm going single bro i want to collaborate with a 
Pharrell, I think. I don't know what we would do. Pharrell? All right. <laughs> All right. But I know, I just, I go with like the vibes of people and the spirit of people. And I feel like he's nothing but like positive vibes, man. You know what I mean? And I feel like anything you would do would be pushed towards that energy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going Pharrell, man. Even if it's just, right. I would just, you know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. yeah, Pharrell. Pharrell, is that right? <laughs> I would, poof. Yeah. Honestly, I would go Jesus and Mero. Okay. Um, okay. From the Jesus and Mero show on Viceland. Yeah. But um, just because both of their energy, I feel like, is contagious. You feel it. And I feel like they have a lot. You get look, Like, cause our show, um, on my end anyway, is inspired by what they do. Right. And it would be nice to, you know, learn from who I who I like to listen to a lot. I like it. But, and also Will Smith, because he's a super popular <laughs> person. Also Will just Smith. like he said. Uh, who doesn't want to hang with Will Smith, bro? <laughs> yes. I mean, Will Smith, Will Smith, I, I feel like yeah, that would need to happen. Yeah. Will Pharrell, we got it. We got a good mix going on here. I like it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I think what it is is you just see the process, and I, and I see it too. Is that you see if you ever get a chance, you see what they're like with the process of how they handle things, you see the success, and you take that knowledge. You know, you 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 what's it called? You hold it in, you restore yeah. it, and you put it into your work, and you just get inspired. It's, it's a great thing to see for sure. Exactly. Exactly. If a question eight, what would you say is one motivational piece of advice if you could just speak to any audience out there of just starting a podcast or fighting for social issues or anything you want to share that you would just say to keep going if they're just dreaming right now as a kid? Mm, um, what, what piece of advice? Honestly, my advice would be just start it because I think that's there the you go. It's actually just to get it moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're playing forever. But then you won't actually take that initial step to doing it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one piece of advice I would like. If they're thinking about it, just start it up. You know what I mean? Just do it. Just dive just, right in. Right. Just go for it. And then, you know what I mean? Go from there. All right. And you're, and you're um, well. Um, yeah. So I think mine, it's something my, my manager recently told to me. Um, basically, she told me to stay hungry, stay humble, and always be the hardest worker in the room. There you go. Yeah, because I mean, you know, everybody knows that phrase: hard work beats talent when talent don't work. Mm-hmm. And plus, I feel like that's how you learn. That like, if you re- if you're always hungry, always humble, there's no way that you can't succeed. Gotcha. No, I th- I think I think in a sense you have to. I like how you said start because when you start something, it, it gets the weight of the world off your shoulders. You got something right. you can make structure, and then humility and being humble comes into more effect. I think that's great as you, as you learn the process and moving forward. And, and that's that, harder. Yeah. And that's harder than people give it credit for. It's like staying humble is actually rather difficult sometimes. Yeah. No, for sure. I think, I think being humble in a sense is you have a lot of aspects to it, but if you can hone in on that aspect and go for it and really keep it in perspective of your audience and staying mm-hmm. audience focused, that's going to move you forward for sure. Exactly. Now, for question nine, what would you say is some plans? Now, that's this is your five-year plan. What would you say is some plans you like to do in the future, as far as just going outside your workspace? What are you guys thinking about in the future, just as far as work when you get to that level in five years? Hmm. I don't know what you got, man. I just try new things. Right. Honestly, that's the big thing. Yeah, just <laughs> just really like the 
goal is just to try new things. Um, even at work, I want like I feel like you because one of my biggest opportunities or flaws is something like to call them is it's easy to get complacent and then just get in a steady routine of doing the same thing over and over. So I feel like if you're constantly trying to find new ways to be better, new things to do, new experiences, you can't do anything else but grow from that. Mm-hmm. So like, and I feel like, yeah, so the goal for me personally, I can only speak for myself is to just keep trying new things, keep trying to surprise myself. I think, I think that's it in the sense that you, uh, you have to surprise and always keep surprising yourself because at the end of the day, you can't expect anything other than the unexpected. You know, no matter what you throw, you get all this, you look mm-hmm. at this and it's like, well, what's going to happen tomorrow? No one may know. But if you really, if you really just have the expectation of saying there's no expectations, whatever happens, you throw it, we'll go from there. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's the best feeling in the world is when you surprise yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when you do something that you didn't know you could do. Yeah. To me, that's the best feeling in the world. Right. And I think I think just what is the word under under delivering is always bad, but you can over deliver and under promise yourself. You'll see at the end of the day in the tunnel. I like I like it. I love it, guys. That, that that's that's some that's some real stuff there because a lot of people <laughs> not because because a lot of people you got to think about it, it's like well I'm just gonna do X Y Z and it's like well can you really do all that when you can go stay humble about yourself and make the expectations farther for sure. Mm, oh, for sure. Because they come naturally, which is great. Mm-hmm. And now we move into question 10. Now, what are your goals as far as just your podcast and you guys want to share with the Anchor Nation in the next five years moving forward? Uh, one big goal I think we've talked about multiple times is live shows. Yeah. Um, but that just comes with a lot of practice and hopefully, you know what I mean, just a lot of name recognition, hope brand gets stronger. But yeah. Um, Live shows is one big thing for me, man, because I'm honestly not good with talking in front of people. So I feel like in the next five years, if I can just build that up, I'll be cool yeah. just to go out there with a mic and just talk shit <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. for a little bit. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. Um, live shows for me. Uh, yeah, I, live shows and I want to do more shows. Start like a variety of different shows because um. Since we started podcasting, a lot of people have like reached out, like, "Hey, I want to start a podcast." Hey, I want to start a podcast, and a lot of a, a lot of them come to us, like, "Hey, so how would I go about doing this? How would I go about doing that?" So it would be nice since we've like established sort of like a community to create like one big brand, but have a variety of different shows. That way, we're like providing exposures to different audiences because just like one here, like this is probably. I think one of the most awesome features about Anchor and just podcasting in general is getting on and just being able to share your story with different audiences. So one of my goals would be to like create, I, I don't want to say like a network mm-hmm. of just a variety of different shows and live shows and video. And honestly, the goal is just to grow. I know I, know I said that before, but the goal is just to keep growing. I think, I think that's the key. Just keep growing, keep making it happen keep going further. And I think if you can grow small, start thinking about small growth first and then working your way up in a sense, you can not dominate, but just build enough credibility in one area and then go to the next sector. That's mm-hmm. how you do it. And I think um, Mary mentioned it too. You got to stay humble. And if you can stay humble in even your growth, you'll go further for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, anything to add or is that good for, for you guys? Which is your goals? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm trying to sell merch as well. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I just want to have, like, a dope-ass shirt. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah, merch is one of the, but that's about it. Yeah. Maybe an audio album of just Ooh. voiceover work. Right, right. Honestly, like audio plays, man, now that we got to think about it, yeah, audio Sorry, plays, man. merch, uh, live shows. I would like to do uh, a TV show wrap-ups <laughs> or recaps. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun, too. But yeah, that's it. let's get out of here before yeah, we start not. talking. We'll be here for 10 minutes talking about different stuff. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, merch, too. Always expand that PB. That was that personal branding. I appreciate that. Respect uh-huh. that for sure. Uh-huh. And our final question is, what is one thing you guys would like to share to the Anchor Nation that they may not know about you? A fun fact, basically, to end the show. Oh, fun fact. Um, oh, I don't... I don't what you, what you no, mean, you can go ahead and set it off. I'm trying to think Okay. Uh, I don't know. What's a fun fact about me? My, oh, fact that we'll know. Um, okay. I'm like I'm six one, like two eighty, and my favorite movie is The Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You know what I mean? Big black dude, favorite movie The Breakfast Club, and uh, I don't know. I can't think of that else, man. Like at least fun fact. Um, I really want to. I but I express it so express it so much in our shit is I really want to help the kids in our community somehow. You know what I mean? I just. Uh, I hate that some parts of our community gets bad rap for kids. And if I can get put in that situation where I can help them, and that's why I work with kids now, but I'm trying to get in a situation now where I have, I don't say some type of power, but just to make the change, you know what I mean? So I think that's one for me too. What you got? Oh, man. Yeah, you see, I cleared that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fun fact about me. Um, I am five eight. Five eight, all right. 200 soaking wet. <laughs> but I'm 5'9 on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Doing the basketball approach. That little extra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, but as for me, um, honestly, I've been working for a bank for the past couple of years, and I've just been fascinated with business. And I'm hoping to develop a couple of different businesses in the future. I want to have a socially unacceptable LLC. <laughs> socially unacceptable. You heard it first here on the Anchor Nation. Yep. The socially unacceptable LLC is coming your way. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's good though because you you just got to dream. You just got to think big in the sense that you never know what could happen. Keep mm-hmm. it sure. keep it rocking and rolling, and keep that horse steady always, man. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to thank the Socially Unexpectable Podcast for coming on the show. Thank you guys for <laughs> your time, man. Uh, you, uh, maybe maybe we'll, you guys can jam us out, too. We'll, we'll leave that for a second. But first, you want to DM your social media and plug your social media so people can find you before you jam us out? Me? Is, yeah, is this on me? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I so you follow our, ahead, our station at A Dope Lil Podcast We're at. on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, shoot, everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Instagram yep. uh, Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, Facebook.com slash a dope little podcast. Right there. Um, you can follow me personally. This is uh, Will Spliff, a.k.a. Roland A. Swisher, and all the other AKAs. Mm-hmm. You follow me at the letter C, the number four, then Swanee, S-W-A-N-N-Y. Uh, you can follow me, uh, Barry underscore White underscore Al 
on Instagram, anything else, you're just going to be mad because I'm not on there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. There we go. Throwing some shade, too, while we get it going. But, uh, <laughs> no, I love it, guys. Look, thank you. again. You guys want to jam us out before we head out? Any, uh, anything you got? Before, before we go, though, I do want to yeah. thank you so much for yes, having us on because I believe what, what you're doing, your station was one of the first few stations that I found on Anchor and is the only one of its kind. And the pr- platform that you provide for everybody that's been on here is honestly incredible. Like, we've seen some of the people that we follow on here, and it's just, I don't, we feel like we made it now that we've been on the air. Right. Like it's oh, man. That means a lot, man. I, I appreciate that. And thank you to everybody who's been on part of the show as we uh, near a milestone of EP100. And, uh, of course, hey. yeah. Congratulations. I, 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 thank you, guys. And, and, of course, follow these guys at the Socially Unacceptable Podcast. Listen to my Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, you know, any radio platform out there, Radio Public. Yep. And, uh, and thanks that uh, Barry and Will for coming on. Appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. All right, be safe. Hey, the socially unacceptable podcast. Barry White Owl and Roland A. Swisher and all them other AKAs that I'm not gonna go through because it's a lot, but they're great, by the way. <laughs> um, yes. This is A. Hey. Hey guys, it's C. Hey, it's J. From Jack Out of the Box, of course, your sister station. We just came to say hey, guys, because we haven't done a call-in yet. I'm sorry. We're sorry. I mean, we listen <laughs> religiously, but we, we just, do. we're just pieces of shit. We know. But we love you guys. We love the show. Everything. Yes, we have to just um, tell you guys congratulations on that last episode you yes, did with Anchor, Anchor Nation. Nation. That what? was freaking hot. Thank you so much for shouting us out. That was so nice. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Y'all did great. You did awesome. If you were nervous, no one ever would have known. You did great. Um, we're looking forward to our episode next week. Get ready. Bye. See ya. Bye.